0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100, and get 100 free at WinBet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com. W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We are also brought to you by the SGPN Thanksgiving Free Roll. Everyone who hits a free bingo, football bingo that is, in our contest will win $100 cash and a $100 gift card to the SGPN store exclusively on the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome everyone to another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Tuesday this time instead of Wednesday, November the 22nd, same time, different day. Uh, thank you to everybody for the schedule change, being flexible. We, uh, go, we're go, we going a day early because of Thanksgiving, giving uh, people the content so that they can have for their... Wherever they're going uh, for the Thanksgiving weekend travel wise, I am joined by my co-hosts every week, uh, Mister Old Fashioned Football, Jay Mark. Football, Jay Mark, what's going on, man? Did
1: you lose a bet? You got a nice clean shave going yeah. on there?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I figured I'm going home this weekend to see my family. I, I cleaned it up a little bit. I I no, I honestly I had an obligation I had to fulfill so. Unfortunately, <laughs> shout out to Moon off in the chat. Who, who the hell is this guy hosting? Yeah, this is uh, my twin. Unfortunately, I will have my uh, facial hair back here soon. So, uh, yeah, no, shout out to the chat. Had to give uh, you a hard Mark, time. No, I trust me, I am not happy about not having my facial <laughs> hair, um, but it'll be back here soon. So, uh, I guess I'm naked for a little bit. There you go. Maybe so, it'll bring uh, us
1: luck this week.
0: Yeah, no, uh, y- you know what? It's uh, week 12 already. I say that every week, but it's it's crazy. This time, <laughs> yeah. we, we said Thanksgiving will be here before we know it, and it is here. Uh, thoughts on the games from this past weekend headed into week number 12?
1: Well, obviously, I was disappointed again that the Bears couldn't pull through. Um, and, gosh, I've liked our coaching this past four or five weeks or whatever. But Fields obviously hurting, and they do a design quarterback run. Pissed me off but there were a lot of good other games um just the afternoon slate i was surprised to see the cowboys destroy the vikings kind of made the vikings look like how you and i talked about them earlier in the year that they were fraudulent and the cowboys yeah. made them look fraudulent
0: yeah fraudulent was an understatement with that beatdown <laughs> of a game i did i did not see that coming i i was on dallas but i mean i thought that i i thought it was a tough spot for Minnesota coming off the big Buffalo win and the Washington win the week before. They had no business winning either of those games, but um, they did, and it kind of caught up to them. They came out a little flat against Dallas, so but you got to give the Cowboys credit. That defensive line is nasty, and they gave Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins. Kirk Cousins didn't have a shot all day to throw the ball.
1: No, not at all, and hey, your commanders keep on winning.
0: I was about to say, you know, picks-wise, record-wise, it wasn't the greatest week around five hundred, but your lock hit, and yeah. I both are locks hit. Yeah. I had uh, on the graphic, I had Buffalo. That was a sweat though. Um, the minus seven and a half and they win by eight. So shout out to Josh Allen for getting it done for me. But yeah, no, you, yours wasn't a sweat at all. That game was over as soon as, uh, Dave smells that pick six to Kendall Fuller.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, that really set the tone for the game for sure. So, um, and that's why I locked up on the show and the graphic. And then on the show, yeah. I think you locked the Patriots and that hit as well. So, yeah, Our locks I, both hit. I, That's nice. I
0: for, I forgot it, I did uh, the Patriots on the show and then the Bills. Uh, yeah, no, both were very uh, sweaty because yeah. the Patriots <laughs> had no business covering that number. I no. can't believe that the Jets lost that way. But I mean, this is the New York Jets we're talking about. They cannot beat the Patriots for some reason.
1: And now quarterback controversy. Robert Sala says he's not going to commit to Zach Wilson remaining the starting quarterback. And I heard I saw a lot of people on the socials say like, "Oh, it's Mike White time." Well, no, they're probably <laughs> going back to Joe Flacco. I mean, he was doing pretty good to start the I, season.
0: I'm with you. I thought Flacco was actually all right, serviceable during that couple game stretch. I want to go back to your lock though because it is my team. Am <laughs> I? <laughs> Am I being too optimistic to think that maybe Washington is a sneaky contender in the NFC?
1: I don't think so. I mean, because what they've won four of the last five, five out of six, five out of six. So, yeah, I mean, keep that rolling, keep Heineke in there. You know, there's no business or no reason to switch Wentz back in when he's healthy. Heineke has his team believing, and it, I mean, it's not impossible, especially with that seventh playoff spot that we've talked yeah. about.
0: Um, now, is it possible that we see every team in that division make the playoffs? I think so. Like, I, I was going through it the other I, – I said this to everybody all week. I'm like, is, am I crazy for thinking this is a <laughs> team that could actually win a playoff game or two? Because I'm looking at it, they just beat Philly and they just beat Minnesota the last couple of weeks. Or, Sorry, they almost beat Minnesota. They were toe-to-toe mm-hmm. with two top teams. It seems like San Francisco – it's kind of pulling away a little bit in terms of who the favorite is. I know the Eagles record-wise, but with all these Eagles injuries, I think they're as vulnerable as they've been and then I think the Vikings as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um so yeah, I don't I don't see any reason why they can't make a playoff push for sure. And Chase Young's yeah. coming back, that's going to elevate yeah. the an already very well-performing defense. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's even going to make them even better, obviously. So, I, I don't see no why doubt. not.
0: Yeah, no, I'm fired up, and there's no better brand of football than defensive football. So, yeah, I'm fired up for uh, this playoff push. It's it's nice to have a team in there uh, come Thanksgiving time. I know your Bears are struggling, but, <laughs> hey, maybe they could play spoiler down the stretch.
1: You know what? I, I honestly, at this point, we have the third uh, pick in the draft. I'm okay with them continuing to lose. Uh, there's no reason to play Justin Fields if he's hurt, except in two weeks against the Packers.
0: <laughs> I was about to say you just want to end the Packers season. Yes,
1: if we beat the Packers, um, that's all I care about the rest of the year. <laughs> and, oh,
0: yeah. and, and
1: just since we're we're friends and co-hosts, I'll be rooting for the Commanders to make a playoff push. So, hey, so, yeah.
0: hey, I, you know we're gonna have the XFL show hopefully here soon. But uh, shout out to the XFL. Uh, Taylor Heineke's former home.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, people kind of sleep on those spring leagues, but there are yeah. players that can come in and make a difference. I mean,
0: from PJ the USFL. Walker.
1: Yeah, PJ Walker. And from the USFL last year, we got Cavante Turpin returning kicks for your favorite team, the Dallas Cowgirls.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, that guy's electric, though. I will say yeah. that. So it's e- it's easy to root for these XFL, USFL guys, any spring football league. Those guys get slept on, and I'm glad whenever any of them get an opportunity and they run with it. Absolutely. Well, uh, let's dive into week number 12, but before we do that, uh, plenty of games to bet on this weekend, and if you're going to do so, you need to do so over at WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds today? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips at win, win rewards at win bet. Be on the lookout for win bet with win, which hour. Sorry, that, that is a tongue twister every single time. Win bet, win hour each Thursday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern uh, during win, win bet, win hour marquee games of the week. will have, Better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from Boosted. Same game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win today. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 to win 100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash WinBet so that they know that we sent you. That is the SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today and offer subject to change. Turn to conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the same state where you play. Winbet is available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. All right.
1: Gambling problems. It's all right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, happy Thanksgiving. There's no heavy. You got college basketball going on. You got the NBA. Obviously, we got our NFL going on. College football. We got rivalries. I mean, who isn't gambling this week? The World Cup. I mean (laughs) honestly, if you're not gambling, you probably need to call that number. (laughs) That's right. Because there's something wrong with you. But uh hey, you know what? Let's uh let's dive into these games real quick. Uh let's lead off in Florida, where the Jacksonville Jaguars are taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens kind of not laid an egg last week because they did win thirteen to three, but went through the motions. Boring game over under forty three and a half. Um, Jay Mark, where are you going in this game? This isn't, this is a kind of a low number, I think for a seven and three Ravens team.
1: I agree, especially when the, I mean, the Jaguars have been all right on offense, but they've not been good covering necessarily. And if you think about it, if you really break down these teams, the Ravens should be one of the favorites come, um, playoff time for the AFC. You know, you got your bills, you got the, uh, the chiefs and the Ravens. I think Ravens could be a sneaky team in the playoffs, not getting a lot of credit, but I think they're not getting a lot of credit because they're not blowing anybody out, really. Um, past two, three weeks, they've played close games. I think this is the time where they turn it on. They show everybody, like, hey, um, stop talking about the Bills and the Chiefs because we're in this, too. Um, so I like them to win by a lot, actually. I, I see this being a 14-point game, something they should have done last week, but they didn't, like you said, went through the motions, played an NFC team, um slow. And th- I think that changes this week. I think they go down to Florida. They enjoy some of that nice weather and win by a lot. How about you?
0: I'm going with the home dog here. I right. uh, I think uh, every time it seems like Lamar goes down to Florida, he struggles. When uh, I know he just won in Tampa, but whenever he goes down to Miami, he has struggled. And I also, with the J- Jaguars... I feel like they're – I keep – I feel like a broken record. I feel like they're better than their record. is. just like I felt like Minnesota was not as good as their record. Um, And that proved so on Sunday when they got drilled by Dallas. So I think Jacksonville coming off the bye, they were competitive in that Kansas City game if the kicker just makes a couple field goals. It -hmm. was coming right down to the wire. But uh, I'm going to take the Jaguars to cover this and have a chance to win it. I, I just think the Jaguars are going to be a little feisty coming down the stretch under Doug Peterson in year one out of the bye. I think the bye came at the right time.
1: Yeah, no, they did have two weeks to prepare for this Ravens team. So that definitely is going to help in their favor. I just think the the Ravens, they got to do something to uh, show some flesh um, because they do look, their offense almost looks like it's struggling and you know, they did lose Bateman, but I didn't think he was that major of a piece. Yeah. Um, maybe it's been Mark Andrews being out, you know, he missed a couple games, but he was back last week. Um, they, I just think they got to get going Their Their run game has been kind of struggling all year aside from Lamar. So it, the, these are things that they just need to focus on so that they can make that playoff push a, and run deep in the playoffs. And I, I think it starts this weekend. It'll be interesting.
0: I, I was going to ask you, uh, what do you make of these Ravens? Obviously they're in the middle of the AFC North division race, Cincinnati six and four, right on their heels, they will have to go to Cincinnati later in the year, pulling up their schedule. When is that game? Is that game week 18? That I'm, game I'm, I'm is, of, my head. Oh, of course, whenever you need the thing to load, it doesn't load. Yeah, <laughs> week 18, January 8th. So I feel like those two are on a collision course to match up for the division coming down the stretch. For sure. So it, it's going to be interesting. Do you think they end up holding on in the AFC North?
1: I do. I do. Um I think, you know, the Roquan addition, I think it probably took him a while, but he's starting to be that same linebacker I saw in Chicago flying all over the field, making tackles where it counts. And I think he's – I think that's one of the reasons they have a really good chance to kind of blow the Jags out because I think he's going to be um, very detrimental to stopping the run, you know, stopping Travis Etienne from running all over um, and, and force them to pass and kind of start pushing some turnovers that way.
0: Indeed. Um, let's move on to the next game where Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are coming off the big Germany win. They are laying three and a half in Cleveland in the dog pound over under 43. Uh, give us a reason why we should take the Browns. Jay Mark.
1: I just think the, the bucks, you know, we've said it all year overrated. Um, the reason they're getting points here is because they've had a couple good games. I get that. But I don't think that's them throwing it together. I think they've just been able to put a couple good games together, not necessarily turn their season around, put together. And these Browns they are feisty. The Browns are a feisty team. Um, Jacoby Brissett, you know, stuck with the Bills and Josh Allen for quite a while. I mean, he passed the ball a lot better than I expected him to on that Bills defense. And I expect him to do more of the same. I think they're going to get the ground game going more um, with Chubb. And so I, I like the Browns to cover here. I, I, you know, maybe win, maybe cover by three, or I mean, lose by three. But I, I like them to cover the three and a half.
0: I'm going to. I love the Browns here. I think they get back to their bread and butter back at the dog pound. Last time they were there, they annihilated the Bengals. Um, I think they're going to run the ball with Chubb and, and Hunt on Sunday. And I mean, Brissett was okay against the Bills, like you said, he he was able to manufacture some yards, but. For this Cleveland team to be successful, it's got to be on the ground. And I'm with you on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know they've won two in a row, but I just can't see them blowing anybody out as well. If they do win, I think they win it on the last second field goal or something along the lines of that. But I'm still far away from buying into this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team completely.
1: Yeah, 100% agreed. And it's it's not going to be cold, cold, but I think it'll be a little bit cold in Cleveland there. Tom Brady, you know, he's an old guy. He's not going to like that cold weather. So I think that works in the Browns' favor.
0: Yeah, no. He, um, Brady has lost in Cleveland before, too. I, I remember mm-hmm. the one game where Peyton Hillis ran for 1,000 yards, it felt like, on New <laughs> England. So shout out to Peyton Hillis. Uh, the Browns sitting at 3-7 and seven overall obviously they got to get this one to even have a chance to get back in the playoff race as for tampa bay that it seems like they're going to win the nfc south i know atlanta's on their heels technically but that division is just so bad it feels like they yeah. can just go 8 and 9 and get in the playoffs you agree
1: yep absolutely and then i think once they get in the playoffs they get cooked like they did last year
0: yeah, no, I, I, I think they're the 4 C. I, I don't see Tampa Bay going on a run, it, but it goes back to my point on the NFC. Like, I think you can make a case for multiple teams this year in that NFC being wide open. Like, It's not like the AFC with Buffalo and Kansas City. Yeah, agreed. And speaking of the AFC, uh, the New York football Jets coming off a heartbreaker are taking on Jay Marks, Chicago Bears, who are also coming off a heartbreaker, t- heartbreakers um, last couple weeks with the Lions, lost a week before that. Jets are laying four and a half, low total over under at 39 and a half. The big headline as Chicago this week, the status of um, Justin Fields with his injury um, as a Bears insider. Fill us in on what we're doing, and how we're handicapping Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears going forward.
1: Yeah, so he's got a dislocated shoulder. His hamstrings were also bothering him, probably because he's been running you know, all over the field for hundreds yeah. and hundreds of yards the past five games. But um, the coach came out and said he's day-to-day or could miss the rest of the season. Whatever that means, I have no idea. <laughs> Read <Right laughs> um, between the
0: lines. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. Um, I think they sit him this game. They're playing for nothing at this point. So I think they sit on the rest of them. There's no point getting them more banged up, especially when you got the Packers next week. Um, That's a big game for the Bears organization, for Bears fans, for the players who continually lose to these Packers and are tired of losing to the Packers. So I think field sits this week, um, which I believe that would mean we would see Trevor Simeon as our backup quarterback. We also have Nathan Peterman. So, you know, the backups are kind of the – the who's who of backups. And, yeah, no um, doubt. Um, and because of that, I, is, is struggling as the Jets have been. I'm going to take the Jets in the four and a half. Maybe I'm trying to like jinx them a little bit here, and, and um, by taking them because the last two weeks I've taken my Bears, it hasn't worked out. So yeah, I'm going to take the the Jets in the four and a half points here. How about you?
0: And looking at the Bears, the Bears have scored 24 or more in four straight, actually uh, five straight um, since that Washington Thursday night game. The Jets, on the other hand, can't score. Now, I know we're waiting to see if Fields plays or not, but I, I think I that think I just I, – I don't see the Jets being able to score enough to run away with this thing. Even if Justin Fields does sit, I could see the Bears just running the ball and uh, simplifying the game for Trevor Simeon. And we, there's a lot of drama going on in New York right now with Zach Wilson, True. if he's going to play or not. And it kind of felt like a dream crusher game last week against the Patriots, um, mm-hmm. losing for a 14th straight time against them now. And I'll lean the Bears, but I, I, I would like to get a bigger number if uh, Justin Fields does sit.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, it'll be interesting because the last, you know, AFC team we played, um, the Patriots, we beat them handedly, yeah. so it, it'll be interesting if they come out and maybe it's an AFC trend where the Bears play well against those AFC teams. I don't know. Um, and Trevor Simeon, as bad as he has been in the past for the Broncos and everywhere he's bounced around, he did look all right in uh preseason, so it, you know he could definitely be a a guy that manages the game. All right. Especially because this is a Bears team that focuses on the run. I just think our offense has been as successful as it's been because it feels using his legs, extending plays, et cetera. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm totally fading us this week. Maybe it'll work out in my favor. I'm okay. Taking the, the loss in my picks. If it means the bears win.
0: No doubt. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I, th- I'm with you in terms of these backup quarterbacks. They can pop up for one or two games. We've seen it with Colt McCoy in Arizona winning a game, or Andy Dalton. Hey, hell, Taylor Heineke for me. I mean, uh, <laughs> exactly, he's won more yeah. than one. He's won five. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we sometimes a backup can pop up for a game and 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 light it up. So. Something to monitor, but uh yeah, monitor uh Justin Fields status going into Sunday because it is obvious that they are a completely different offense with or without Justin Fields. He is their offense, kind of like Lamar is with Baltimore and uh Jalen Hurts with in uh Philly.
1: Absolutely. Um and, and just you know, Bears fans gotta love that they have a guy tough enough that he dislocates his shoulder, keeps playing in the game. Um, and you know, as bad as it is being three and eight. We have a lot to be hopeful for. So I'm just hanging on yeah. to that. You know, keep losing. We got the the third pick in the draft right now. Go ahead and keep losing, except against the Packers next week and I'm fine with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I no, I'm with you. I, I think there are better days ahead in the Chicago Bears franchise. I, I know I've said that before too, as I, I know you have. So I'm hoping <laughs> it actually <laughs> means that. So well, uh, before we dive into our next uh, four games on the slate, I got to get us paid one more time. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody this week and safe travels. Um, if you're looking to put a little action, make sure you go check out our Thanksgiving free roll. If you like Super Bowl Squares, you're going to love what we have for what for DGENs on Thanksgiving. Our friends at Play Action Pools have set us up with a football bingo contest for Thursday's slate. It's simple to join and free to play at the SGPN app. Once you enter, you'll see your unique bingo card on the screen. Whenever a touchdown is scored on Thursday, check your card to see if you have that player. If you do so, check the box. And if you get bingo, you'll win $100 cash and a $100 SGPN gift card. Uh, That is on the SGPN SGPN app. Sorry, I can't talk. Uh, So make sure you have that and check your bingo card today. All righty, J. Mark. And have have pro- you gotten yours yet? No, I was going to do so tomorrow. I'm traveling tomorrow, so as soon as I arrive where I'm going with my clean shut uh, clean uh, shaved beard now, <laughs> um, I will uh, do so tomorrow. I got mine.
1: I got a couple that look promising, a couple lines here. Um, I have a diagonal line that's Downer, Swift, Devin Singletary, Josh Allen over one-and-a-half pass touchdowns, Dawson Knox, and Amon Ross St. Brown. I feel good about that one.
0: I was going to say, if I get Josh Allen, I'll feel pretty good.
1: Yeah. yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, let's move along in the slate. And this is probably the game of the early slate in terms of quality teams. Cincinnati coming off the big win in Pittsburgh is headed to Nashville, Tennessee, where they ended the Titans playoff hopes last year. Um, they're laying two over under 42 and a half. What's your take on this game? This is an intriguing game. Two teams that are playing pretty good football. Yeah, absolutely,
1: and I think it's going to be lower scoring than people think as well. Um, I know Joe Mixon may miss because of his concussion. I don't think that hurts the Bengals as much as you would think because Samaje Pirine fills in pretty nicely. Um, so I think I'm rolling with the Bengals here. I do like how the Titans kind of opened up the pass, got Traylon Burks um, kind of back in the game there and had some big plays with him. I just like this Bengals team to stay feisty enough to win by 3 and cover the 2 points here. How about you?
0: I love the Bengals here. I think this is a good spot for them. Uh Tennessee, I mean they you got to give them credit. They just always kind of like Minnesota, they find ways to win games even though they probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we've seen it with Tennessee when they play these elite quarterbacks, they struggle. And, I mean, they sacked Joe Burrow ten times in the playoff game last year and still couldn't beat them because of how much better Joe Burrow is than Ryan Tannehill. So I'm going to ride with the Bengals as well. I know this could be a revenge angle for Vrabel, the end of their season. But I just don't think it matters. I think Cincinnati and Joe Burrow are the better football team, and I, I think they're going to go into uh, Nashville and get a get a much-needed win to stay in that AFC North race. Yep, agreed. And, and uh, Tennessee pretty much has the division wrapped up, so they can afford a loss too. So the desperate team angle, I think, also favors Cincinnati. Um, do, what, what do you think of Tennessee in the AFC playoff picture? Do you think they have any shot at going on a run? I, I know it seems like every time they get there, they're so limited offensively with their style of play that they're more suited for the regular season, um, obviously being the number one seed last year.
1: Yeah, no, I agree that they are more suited for the regular season. Um, If you stop this run, it's hard for them to win games. Um, Now they've started to open it up a little bit more. Robert Woods has had some good plays. Traylon Burks has had some plays now that he's back. I just don't see them being a team that can – stick in a a battle if you know they have to play from behind if they're down by 14 I don't see them being the type of team that can overcome that kind of adversity and and win the game so I think in once they hit the playoffs they're going to have some tougher matchups they're going to be you know get their their backs against the rope as you would say and not be able to come back from that what do you think
0: No, I agree with you. Them being so one-dimensional and uh, relying on Derrick Henry, I think, hurts them come playoff time. I know a couple years ago they were able to go on a little mini run and get to the AFC Championship, but whenever they get matched up with one of these elite quarterbacks, whether it's a Josh Allen a Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow, they're just too limited offensively to keep pace. Yeah, Vrabel's going to have to promise he'll cut off his dick again if they win the
1: Super Bowl, if they want to push far in the playoffs.
0: (laughs) That that makes me one roof for the Titans to, to right? see if that <laughs> actually happens. <laughs> oh man, good. I gotta love Vrabel. Let's uh, let's go to this next matchup, and this is probably the dud of the early slate. Houston is a bad football team I saw it last week, and uh, you're a guy, Lovey Smith. God bless him. It's, he's uh, dealt a tough hand down there in Houston, and they're going to uh, Miami, South Beach, and the Dolphins are laying 13 over under 46. Any chance that Houston keeps this within two scores?
1: I'm back and forth on this one, and, and Munoff might still be lingering in this chat, so I'm afraid to say. Um, <laughs> Dolphins are coming healthy, though, um, yeah. off that bye, and I think that hurts the Texans' chance right now. They're at home, and besides Damian Pierce, this Texans team doesn't have a lot going for them. Um, I know Brandon Cooks is a good good receiver, but – you know, Lovey is another coach who's saying we're going to look at the quarterback in every position and decide what we need to do. So we may not have Davis Mills. We might have Kyle Allen starting. And I just think it's kind of a mess right now. Um, The one thing they can hang their hat on is that Damian Pierce is a stud. He's going to be a good running back for them for a while. But I think the Dolphins light this up. I think they go out there. They have some fun. Um, You know, Waddle and Hill run all over and just – kind of light up the scoreboard.
0: I'm with you. I, I I saw that Houston team and I, they, I just don't see how they slow down this uh, Miami offense um, down there in South beach. Whenever they get going down there uh, uh, on that fast track, they're tough. The weather's warm. Tua's clearly a better quarterback when the weather's warm versus when he's got to go to a Buffalo or New England when it's windy and cold. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just think this Miami offense is dynamic with Hill and Waddle on the outside, running the ball as well with the Shanahan scheme. I'd look for Miami to roll the saying win by 20-plus. I actually think this number's going to go close to 14 come kickoff.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that.
0: I, I, I actually think, yeah, I think the number's a little short. Just, yeah, I, which means you probably should take the Texans. But I, I this thing is going to go to two touchdowns come kickoff. I'm, I'm predicting right now.
1: Yep, agreed.
0: Well, we are seeing eye-to-eye on that one. And, of course, we are going to go to uh, the game of the day. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's the game of the day. Atlanta going to D.C., nation's capital. This is actually a huge game in terms of the NFC playoff race because Atlanta's 5-6, and yeah. six, Washington's 6-5 six and five all of a sudden. Shout out to my team. Uh, lay four over under 42. What do you think here, man?
1: Oh, I lock your commanders last week. I know the Falcons are good against the spread as a dog, but this commander's team is just believing in themselves. Um, and the Falcons, they did all right against the Bears, but the Bears completely shut down their pass in that second half. I think it was yeah. a little fluky that the Falcons ended up winning. And if you look at the commander's defense and the Bears defense, no offense to my team, but the commanders have a much better defense. So if they can kind of play off of that with how that pass was shut down, no Kyle Pitts. I know he hasn't made a huge impact this year, but he still gets targeted a lot. And so the defense is always focused on him. He's out for at least four games. So I don't see any way the commanders don't win this by at least a touchdown. You're taking them, right? You got to.
0: Yeah, no, I was pessimistic last week, and I was beyond impressed. I know they played uh, the Houston Texans, who are the worst team in football, but still, I thought that was the typical letdown spot. Uh, From being neutral here, I don't see how – now, Kyle Pitts is out for the year, it sounds like. He's definitely out for this game. But I just don't see how Atlanta's going to move the ball on them. And this, I mean, buys aside, this Washington defense is nasty and they're Mm -hmm. elite. They're an elite run defense with John Allen, Deron Payne, um, Montez Sweat, and they're going to get Chase Young. It sounds like back as well. They're going to make Atlanta throw the ball like uh, Philly couldn't run the ball on them. Dallas couldn't run the ball on them. Uh, Damian Pierce has run on everybody and he could only get 10 yards on Washington that's yeah. i mean I, when i saw that i was like wow so i'm taking my team and this is potential lock worthy so i'm a little worried maybe i'll just not lock it just so i don't jinx it but i think this is a great matchup with uh making mariota a passer on sunday
1: yep i agree
0: and uh i mean have this have the falcons peaked do, do we agree on that too
1: I think so. Um, it, I think this, this team has been figured out, you know, they can run the ball. Well, yeah, but they can't pass the ball. Well, um, they, they do now and then, but they're not a consistent passing team. Um, they're throwing it almost the least as low as many times as the bears are, which is saying something. So um, yeah, I think they've peaked. I think they kind of, it was a nice story to begin with at the beginning of the season, but I don't think it's going to go any further.
0: No, I agree with you. And, and honestly, Arthur Smith has done an unbelievable job. But I just – we saw it in that Carolina game. I, I, I think it's a similar game to that where Washington gets up early and they make Mariota into a passer. And when he's a predictable passer, he's not very good. He's a backup for yeah. a reason – or he's been a backup for a reason. So, I think if Washington can just continue to shut down that Cardell-Patterson running game, I think I look for them to roll on Sunday with uh, the Heineke – under under center, baby. Absolutely. That would make it six out of seven. So knock on wood, hope it comes true. And that'll get us into the final game of the slate. And I know everybody's been waiting to hear our take on this game. Uh, Cause these <laughs> two, these two teams are rolling in the wrong direction. Denver minus two and a half. Nathaniel Hackett, I guess is still the coach uh, going down to Carolina and the over under, is set at 36. No, this is not a Thursday night football game. Um, <laughs> Jay Mark, what, what what do we do here, man? The, these two teams are bad, bad football teams.
1: They are bad. They're very bad. Um, so, you know, I look at the defenses and I think the Broncos have a better defense. Obviously, the quarterbacks, gosh, it's hard to say Russell Wilson's better than anybody right now, but he is better than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Um, unless PJ Walker happens to be back, but it doesn't sound like that's very hopeful. So I think it's Baker again. So it, the only thing I'm concerned with is the Broncos' run game. They cut Melvin Gordon because of his fumbles. Chase Edmonds' high ankle sprain. That means you got Latavius Murray, and I believe his backup is going to be Marlon Mack. So that that could be scary, especially if Murray gets hurt. You know, can you rely on Mack? But I just think this Panthers team is bad. I don't think they can. Um, even have the drive anymore to win games. Like they looked good initially after that CMC trade. They stayed competitive. But I think a lot of that was PJ Walker was doing a good job managing the game. So I'm going to take the Broncos to win by three. It doesn't feel good to take the Broncos, but I, I don't see the Panthers pulling this out. How about you?
0: I have gone back and forth. I'm going to go with the Panthers because right. I actually think they've been okay at home this year. They've yeah. been really bad on the road. I just. I'm thinking this game's going to be like 10 to nine. Like I, I, <laughs> be, like yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I keep seeing that stat with the Broncos where if they just score 18 points every game, they'd be nine and one right now. And the fact that they're three and seven shows how <laughs> awful that offense has been. And they're still quarterback away, even with the trade for Russell Wilson. Um, I'll ride with the Panthers here as the home dog. I just, I, honestly, the over under 36 isn't low enough. I I think it should be like Iowa Ru- or Iowa Ruckers low in terms <laughs> of Big Ten baby. I right up your alley. Man, Absolutely, be closer to thirty because I I don't see these teams scoring more than seventeen points each. No, I agree. Hey, those Hawkeye, um, unders have been just money
1: in the bank. I mean, Oh yeah.
0: You're going to ride that all the way to the big 10 championship to get whacked by uh, Ohio state or Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Isn't it crazy that they're two wins away from, um, being in the Rose bowl for as bad as they've looked all year. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. The, the, the both these teams are just gross. You know, I yeah, don't want to root for any one of them. I don't want to pick this because I don't want to root for either one of these teams to win the game. But um, I can definitely see what you're saying. And I, I agree. If there's a play, if there's any play on this, it's the under for sure. Yeah,
0: I I, I really do like him. We'll get into this next segment here with the tease, lock dog and tease. I do like Carolina as a tease candidate here because neither of these two teams are running away from each other. Right. Agreed. So uh that's a perfect transition into our next segment, J Mark. And let's go to our lock dog and tease where we've been on a little bit of a good streak here, uh hitting our lock and dog. So let's keep it rolling. Where are you going for your lock and dog? Second. Or, well, lead it off with the lock.
1: Sorry. Second week in a row. I'm locking your commanders up to win by four. Almost went with the jets, but I don't want to jinx my team that much. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with the commanders um, to, to win by let's do it by 10 they're gonna win by 10 at least how
0: about you jay mark is locking up the washington commandos and i am joining him uh (laughs) this nothing could go wrong here right Uh, (laughs) Right. (laughs) so we are both locking up washington minus the four against the atlanta falcons i actually i'm sure you agree i think that this number is going to uh probably go up a little bit with uh kyle pitts being out so I like the number we're getting, minus four. Um, where are you going for your dog? I'm gonna fade old man
1: Brady at the dog pound. I'm gonna take those Browns to uh, come away with the win here. It's just it's a small dog, plus one forty, I think, but uh, or sorry, plus one sixty. So I'll I'll take that. Um, I think they're gonna make these Bucks look like the earlier Bucks this year, where everybody's like they're cooked and that Brady's done. I think that's what the Browns are gonna do, run it down their throat. Um, limit their points and win the game.
0: I like it. Um, I'll go to another smaller dog. I'm going to take Jacksonville. Plus 175 on the money line to get it done against uh, Lamar and Baltimore. I think that they come out of the bye and they, they uh, play well for Doug Peterson. And I'm actually putting together, as we speak, a current round robin between Jacksonville, Cleveland, and another home dog I liked was Carolina. And that would pay... Got it up right here. That would be 14 to one. So if you want to get nice. in on a little Thanksgiving, post Thanksgiving uh, dessert, parlay action, round Robin, uh, uh, Jacksonville, Cleveland and Carolina to win 14 to one A little home puppy action. So that's where I'm going. Where are you going with your teas?
1: Yeah. And first of all, we're not going to tell you how to gamble, but. If you like three dogs, round robin is the way to go. I've done no that since I started gambling, and I-, I love round robin plays. Even when I'm not doing all dogs, and I'm doing spreads, I just love the round robin. So love that you threw that in there. The sweat. Uh, yeah, exactly. So for the t- uh,
0: go ahead. Go ahead. I said no, for uh, for college basketball, it's it's great Oh, round oh robin, yeah. because because dogs hit left and right in college athletics.
1: Yep. And you call them. I've been watching the show. You've been calling those dogs. I try. I try.
0: <laughs> Hey, go check out the college basketball experience.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So for my tease, I'm going to start with the Dolphins to only have to win by seven. That seems pretty easy. The Bengals tease them to plus five. I think they're going to run, run away with that on the Titans, so that seems easy. And then kind of double dipping here, I'm going to take the Commanders at plus two because I don't think there's any way they lose to the Falcons.
0: I like that. Uh, I already mentioned one of the legs. I'm taking Carolina plus uh, eight and a half. I will tease Miami down to seven. I like that angle as well. I'm going to tease your Bears up to plus ten and a half and cross those crucial numbers. I can't see the Jets blowing anybody out, so I will take those three for my tease, and that's what we'll ride with uh, going into Thanksgiving weekend. I like it. And, of course, uh, Jay Mark, before we get up on out of here, tell everybody where to find you. For those watching on YouTube, you can see his Twitter handle right there. Yep, follow me at J
1: Football. Check out Old Fashioned Football. Check out the XFL gambling page that we have now. Um, check oh, out yeah. all that good stuff.
0: Oh yeah, no, hey, and you guys need to go check out uh, Old Fashioned Football because fantasy playoffs are coming right around the corner. Some, some even start this week, I believe.
1: Yeah, we got. Um, I have one that starts, I guess, next week. But yeah, next I think week. some do start this week.
0: Yeah, yeah, shit. It'll be here before we know it. And uh, yeah, no, everybody wants to win their fantasy championship, headed into get a little cr- extra Christmas money for gifts. That's right. So yeah, go check out uh, J Mark's work. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at moneyline underscore Mac in the Discord as well. Go check out the college basketball experience that we hinted at. Me and Colby are on there every single night around midnight uh, Eastern. So if you want some daily uh, late, late evening action and entertainment, go check us out. Um, also over on the prop cast with moon off here and there. So stop in whenever, uh, whenever he invites me. So I, I'm <laughs> honored to, or, or when he gets tired of rod and he, and he, and he needs a winning day, he brings me in.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go check out all our shows, college football experience. We got the big Michigan Ohio state game this weekend, other games, the iron bowl, other games that, uh, have playoff implications. Go check out the NBA gambling podcast. Go check out the world cup. Um, and then before you know it, it'll be XFL gambling podcast as well. Absolutely. But, uh, you got any Thanksgiving plans this weekend other than just hanging out with the family? Just hanging out with the family, watching some football. Um, I can usually get my
1: father in law to bet a piece of silver. We bet silver pieces on games, so I'm sure we'll make a bet. Yeah. Um,
0: now so, he's a yeah. Packers fan, right?
1: He, no, that's, uh, my wife's mom's side. So he actually goes for the Vikings normally, unfortunately. Oh, so he
0: so he's having a good year. Well yeah. So who did they play uh New England, Thanksgiving yeah. night.
1: Yep. Which I actually like New England because it's it fake Kirk Cousin in prime time.
0: Uh, I know all about <laughs> fake Kirk Cousins in prime <laughs> <time>. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm with you there. Now uh looking forward to uh spending some time with the family this weekend as well and uh, watching football and college basketball and college football. I mean, it's just an action-packed weekend of sports. This is one of the better sports weekends of the year, I think. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And um, everybody have a safe Thanksgiving, have an enjoyable Thanksgiving,
0: and we are thankful for you listening. Indeed we are, and we hope that this gives you something to listen to for wherever you're going. And so, like Jay Mark said, safe travel, and most importantly, If you are betting this weekend, don't forget to let it ride.